Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, brothers and sisters. As God is faithful, our word to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was proclaimed to you by us, Silvanus and Timothy and me, was not yes and no, but yes has been in him. For however many are the promises of God, their yes is in him. Therefore the amen from us also goes through him to God for glory. But the one who gives us security with you in Christ and who anointed us is God. He has also put a seal upon us and given the Spirit in our hearts as a first installment. The Word of the Lord. Lord, let your face shine on me. Wonderful are your decrees, therefore I observe them. The revelation of your words sheds light, give understanding to the simple. I gasp with open mouth in my yearning for your commands. Turn to me in pity as you turn to those who love your name. Steady my footsteps according to your promise, and let no iniquity rule over me. Let your countenance shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything, but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand, where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light may shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Francis of Assisi formed the Order of Friars Minor, generally known as the Franciscans, in 1209. The order exploded all over Italy, and in due time, Francis considered extending the order's missionary efforts outside of Italy. In 1219, Francis granted the request of five Franciscans to sail to Morocco, directly to the south of Spain on the African continent. The idea was to evangelize the infidels. Those would be the Muslims who overran Christian Africa about 500 years earlier. When the five Franciscans arrived in Africa, the Muslims at first considered them crazy. Then they became annoyed with the brown-robed pests, and they killed them, cutting their heads off. The king of Portugal paid a ransom to have their mutilated and headless bodies brought back to Europe. A young priest named Fernando Martins watched as the solemn procession of the five Franciscan proto-martyrs went down the street of Lisbon. Deeply moved, he decided to join the Franciscans with the desire he would die a martyr like those five brave men. But what Fernando desired and what God desired were not the same thing. Fernando took the name Anthony, and soon enough he sailed for Morocco, 
with the intent to do great things. But before he could be martyred by Muslims, he became deathly ill and had to sail back to Lisbon with the hope of regaining his health. However, his ship bound for Portugal got blown off course and landed in Sicily. From there, the frail and sick Anthony made it to Italy, ending up in the northern part of the country, the Padua region, where he lived humbly as a Franciscan friar. At an ordination mass he attended, there was some confusion. Dominicans, known as the Order of Preachers, were present, and it was assumed one of their number would give the sermon. But no one had prepared one. Someone forced Anthony into service, and surprisingly he gave a stirring, brilliant sermon. That caught the attention of St. Francis, who later used Anthony to teach his young friars. Anthony then became the Franciscan provincial of northern Italy and chose the city of Padua for his headquarters. Anthony of Padua died at the age of 35 on June 13, 1232. He was so highly venerated by everyone that he was canonized less than a year after he died. It was a good thing God made Anthony sick and then blew his ship off course. Due to those two unforeseen incidents, Anthony became one of the greatest loved saints in the history of the church. That is our job, of course, to become saints. We do that by always recalling that we are here to do what God desires of us and not what we always desire. Let us remember then that the Holy Spirit is driving our ship. We may think we have gone off course at times, but that is not necessarily the case. As long as we stay in the ship and allow our captain to take us where he wants us to go, then and only then will we do great things like St. Anthony of Padua. Padua.